don't just stay in the shallow end. Join us on a DFS deep dive on For Frequency's Sake. And now, here are your hosts, Brian Craighead and Jordan Kearney. How's it going tonight? Oh, we're back for another edition of the DFS Deep Dive. And of course, my cat likes to come hang out with me as soon as I get on the podcast. I love it. Yes, I hear you. Oh, I'm trying to get to my upcoming lineups here. And here we go. Good thing I blurred it so you can't see her in the background. All right, all right, all right. We're going to jump right on into this here. <laughs> oh geez gotta love animals um so let's jump right into this slate here so DraftKings, um nfl week 10 uh what can we say this is probably the best week that we are going to have here um the last couple weeks i mean we haven't had game totals over like 45 points here in the last couple weeks and now we get one with a few of them um Pretty ugly Thursday night game last night. Um, had some bets in there, and none of those covered. But uh, NBA's been in this one, and we're really killing it in NBA, uh, especially uh, my guy Gotham Gambling, uh, Dan. Dan Hancock, he does all the all betting, all the articles for uh, for NBA, college. He just posted a bunch for uh, for tonight as well. So we've been following along with those, been killing it. Um yeah, so if you're not following him on, on uh, X, go ahead and follow him because he comes out with plays of the day, and he's just rolling right now. Um, looking at this first slate of games here, we've got a few early games. Uh, only four teams on by this week, Kansas City, the Rams, Miami, and Philly, so a lot of high-powered offenses on by. Um, let's jump right into it here in the game tiles. Uh, so I got games to games to fade um got detroit at los angeles chargers is my best game on the slate um over 40 half points detroit is giving three points on the road here um both these teams coming back from a bye week if i'm not mistaken um nope i lied just the lions lions are coming back from a bye week um, so they should be well rested. Uh, I don't like the the running back situation is going to be a little weird this week, just with uh, with Montgomery coming back. He's been a full participant in practice since Wednesday, so definitely um, see uh, probably won't see the goodness out of Jameer Gibbs, and they're both priced right about the same. So I like the passing attack a little bit more <clears throat> with uh, with Detroit going up against the Chargers secondary and. And I kind of wrote in my article that Detroit's uh, Detroit's defense has been pretty good, but they haven't been stopped. So I like the whole the whole part of this game here. Um, game after that is uh, Houston at Cincinnati, over under forty seven and a half. Cincinnati giving seven points. Um, that drop point here since I wrote up the article, and the Bengals are yeah still seven point favorites. Um, CJ Stroud, I mean, I tell you what, man, I wrote him up last week. I really liked him and, uh, I ended up going with him as my QB and holy cow. I mean, just him alone got me to cash. I doubled up and everything I did. Uh, I did, uh, what 
$50 in double ups. I did $25 in head to heads and then uh, had one big tournament and I ended up doubling everything. Cash almost uh, a little over 200 bucks for the week. Um, so that was really nice. But um, I like this game. Uh, Cincinnati's been really good, or at least they were at the beginning of the week. T. Higgins has been ruled out. And uh, Jamar Chase isn't isn't trending the hottest. Uh, he practiced limited fashion on Wednesday and then was held out yesterday. Um, I haven't looked at his report yet, but uh, I was all of Joe Burrow. And uh, Jamar Chase is a stack this week. But if um, if Jamar, I mean, T. Higgins already being out, if Jamar Chase doesn't play as well, um, I think I'm off of Joe Burrow. I just don't think that there's the weapons there to uh, to justify playing them. Uh, I do like the other side, though. Cincinnati's defense hasn't been the best. Uh, I don't think C.J. Stroud comes up with uh, another four-touchdown, 500-yard performance, but uh, all the weapons are still there. Um, Nico Collins has been ruled out, so Tank Dell and uh, Noah Brown are going to look good. Dalton Schultz is going to look good. Cincinnati's actually the worst defensively against uh, against opposing tight ends, so... That should be a good one here. Um, San Francisco, Jacksonville is the next one I've got. Uh, over under 45 and a half. San Francisco given three on the road. Um, the way San Francisco has been playing lately, I know their defense is good, but I don't think they should be three-point favorites. Um, I actually really like uh, I like Jacksonville to cover the spread in this game. Um, San Francisco can be beat through the air. Trevor Lawrence has looked good. They're on a five-game win streak. Um, they're both coming off by, so everybody should be healthy here. Um, like I like Jacksonville in this game, especially at home. Um, there's a lot of celebrities that are coming out for this. I just watched. Uh, I don't know if anybody watches uh, Destroying. Uh, he was like a. Uh, he's trying to become a walk-on like college kicker at one point. And now he just does a lot of football videos. But he's there. He did a video about uh about Jacksonville, and there's a bunch of people coming out for that game. So it should be a good game to watch. Um, San Francisco side of the ball, Brock is just look ugly. They do get Debo Samuel back, and Debo Samuel's priced uh, pretty fairly, and I think they're going to need him um, in his, his gadgetry. I mean, out of the backfield, um, just the way he moves and the way he can break tackles and stuff, I think they're going to need him. So I think he's like 6,200. I really like him. <clears throat> then we have Washington at Seattle, over under 45 and a half. Uh, Seattle given six and a half points. Um Another game where I don't think Seattle should be – I mean, I, Seattle's tough at home, but I don't think they should be almost a touchdown favorite. Um, Gene hasn't looked as good as he was last year, and Sam Howell's getting it done. Um, he is significantly worse on the road, and playing in Seattle, like I said, is, is just a whole other animal. But um, I like that game. I like this game to pop off. I like the over, um, and I like Washington over here. I do like the Washington side of the ball. I mean, both uh, – uh, Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson have been uh, involved. There's, I don't believe Curtis Samuel is going to be in. I think he's he's trending towards out. And uh, all you have left after that is Jameson Crowder, which he's alive for a deep ball. But I really do think uh, McLaurin and, and uh, Dotson are a little bit better. And then kind of my ugly game here that I really kind of, I, I like it, but it's ugly. It feels gross. Um, Atlanta at Arizona over under 43 and a half point total. Atlanta minus uh, a point and a half. It's uh, not the greatest uh, of game environments, but the spread's really close. Um, Atlanta's coming off a, a tough loss to the Vikings. Um, you know, Josh Dobbs comes in and gets it done for the Vikings on the last drive. But um, 
Heineke looked good. Um, he's hitting, you know, he's hitting his tight ends. He's getting everybody kind of involved. Um, we're still kind of waiting on a Drake one. I'm not sure he's going to be out or in. We'll take a look at that when we go through the, uh, when we go through the player position. But uh, John Smith had a huge game last week. Um, and then Arizona, Kyler Murray should be back this week. Um, everybody keeps talking about the new Call of Duty drop, though. So they don't know if uh, if if Kyler Murray's worth the worth the price at this point in time. So uh, be wary; he could be uh, playing Call of Duty all day and not be very good. Um, games to fade: Giants at the Cowboys. Represent. Um, <clears throat> over under 38 and a half Dallas is giving 16 points uh, probably one of the most lopsided spreads we've seen um, this year and it's just it's going to be it's going to be ugly um, I like pieces of this game for the Cowboys I don't think Dak is going to have to do a whole lot I don't think that uh, you know I don't think CeeDee Lamb is going to pay off his price tag um, the one spot I'd like two spots I like Tony Pollard a little bit um, I just hope that you know if they are getting run, I hope it's him. They're trying to get him going, so I think that you know, he is definitely viable. Um, but the Giants' defense, man, uh, Tommy Joe has not looked good, and I just think it's going to be ugly. It's in Dallas. It's just going to be a rough game for the G-men. Um, and then another ugly game that I, I like pieces from this game, but I don't like it to go over. I like the under on this one, and I can't pick a winner. Um, Green Bay at Pittsburgh, over under 39 and a half. Pittsburgh minus three points. Um, this Kenny Pickett hasn't looked good. Jordan Love hasn't looked good um, since the beginning of the season. Um, both teams are healthy, though. Uh, they, Pittsburgh just got Deontay Johnson back. Aaron Jones is back. Um, so, you know, I could be wrong about this game, but to me, right, just looking at it on paper and kind of writing up my article the last few days, it's just, I don't know. The more I look at it, the uglier it just seems to get. Um, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we got that game at eight thirty in the morning. That's the Colts and Patriots um, in Germany again. So that one game won't be on the slate. And then uh, Raiders Sunday night. That's that's going to be atrocious. And then uh, Broncos Bills on Monday night. So uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven morning games, four late games. Um, those are my takes on what target fade. Um, go to a quick commercial break here, and we will jump right in to player positions. Serving the Quad Cities area since 1973, and with over 50 years of excellence on their track record, you'll see why it's so easy to trust their experts when it comes to all of your home improvement projects. This family-owned business has you covered on all your needs. Protect your home or building from the elements today and get great roof repair services. Need new windows? No problem. Durham Remodeling can upgrade your windows and doors. Whether you want to upgrade the little details in your home or office, or want to tear a room down and start fresh, the expert contractors at Durham Remodeling have your back. Even the smallest changes can completely transform your space. Ready to start entertaining your friends for backyard barbecues? Durham Remodeling will help you plan, design, and build your deck and patio for the perfect outdoor space. Durham Remodeling's work is 100% guaranteed, so you can rest assured that you're getting the best service around. 
Call 309-786-6715 today for your free estimate for all your roofing, siding, flooring, windows, and painting needs. That's Durham Remodeling, 309-786-6715. All right, all right, all right, and we are back. Oh. All right, let's jump into you. Well, I'm going to give you my lineup here first. So, and this is definitely going to change. Um, I've been kind of toying around with it. I like it for the most part. I just, I, I'm, I'm a little undecided on uh, on running backs. I don't know what I want to do. Um, I've got a, a couple different plans. Uh, like I said, I kind of like Tony Pollard, but uh, right now I don't have any pay-up options. I'm kind of kind of banking on George uh, Chase being in, and he takes up a lot of salary. But if he's not in, I'd probably be coming off of there. Um, all right, so lineup, starting lineup. Uh, Joe Burrow at Houston for 6800 uh, Rashad White, $5,800 going to Tennessee. This is kind of my pay down, like risky option. Uh, Tyler Algier, $4,700 going against Arizona. Um, super cheap. He's literally splitting touches with um, Bijan Robinson. Robinson's been more explosive. He's done more with his touches, but Algier's getting the work by the goal line. So, um, he had 12 carries last week for 39 yards, two receptions for negative nine yards, and a touchdown. So 11 points <clears throat> at $4,700. It's only 2x, which isn't great at all, and that's not going to win you a tournament. Um, but Ian Robinson didn't do much more with it. He, yeah, he had 6.9 points. Um, yeah, no. Nah. And that's because I think he lost a fumble. Yep, he lost a fumble, so he lost a point. So um, i just not a big fan. Of, if he was getting all the touches and getting, you know, 25 carries a game, absolutely. But I like Algier. I like his upside um, price. Uh, wide receiver position, Jamar Chase, 8,600. He's my stack option with Burrow. Um, I like this play a lot more now that Nico Collins has been ruled out. Uh, Tank Dell at 5,500. You could also get to Noah Brown. Um, now that Nico Collins is ruled out, and I think that saves you some salary, and that's probably what I'll end up doing. Um, either him or Dalton Schultz, but Tank Dell's made my first look lineup here. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, I'm kind of toying around with him. I do like Hopkins going up against Tampa Bay. We all just saw what uh, what Baker Mayfield did to him um, and Rashad White, so I do like Hopkins here. Tennessee's pass funnel defense. Uh, Tank Dell, 5,500. Hopkins at 6K. Um, this was kind of my other stack option with Joe Burrow. This is kind of the uglier part of it, but it was cheap. Irv Smith June, $2,700. Um, hasn't averaged the greatest, but uh, he's on the field for quite a bit. And he does command a lot of the snaps uh, at the tight end position. And the position, Jahan Dotson at 5000 And then defense, um, I normally don't do this. I never pay up for defense, but uh, Dallas Cowboys defense at uh, $4,100. Um, I just think they're going to smash the Giants, I think this might be a multiple touchdown week um, <clears throat> for the defense. So I, I see them putting up 20 points and it not even being close. But we'll find out. Um, so jumping in the quarterbacks uh, right here, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just tell you that I'm not paying up for quarterback at all this week. Uh, Lamar Jackson at 8,000 going up against Cleveland. Last time they played Cleveland, he got shut down. Um, I lied. He didn't shut down. 
scored 30 points. What was I looking at? That's right. That was the week that, okay, I had this backwards. That's on me. Um, I still, I still stand by what I said, though. I don't, I don't like Lamar Jackson against Cleveland. I don't think this game is, uh, I don't think it goes to be close. And I just, 8K, even with a 30, um, that's still not even 4X's salary. So just, he's a lot to pay for this week. Um, and I just, I don't expect them to come out and put up a 28 to 3 score against Cleveland either. Um, they ran up the score and just kind of rolled with it. Um, <clears throat> he had two rushing touchdowns, and and he's not getting those rushes near the goal line. He was Edwards stealing a lot of stuff. So uh, I think I think twenty to twenty five points is probably more viable, um, but I don't think he's going to score another thirty at that price point. I don't like it. Um, Justin Herbert up next. Um, I'm sorry, but I don't think Justin Herbert's a good fantasy quarterback, um, and that's just my opinion. The guy looks good when he's on the field. Um, two weeks ago against Chicago, he had 24 points. Last week against the Jets, a 7.1. He is going against Detroit. They're kind of in the middle of both of those. Um, I don't think he's going to put up 20 points, but, you know, maybe 15. He is at home, so, you know, home favorite quarterbacks is the way to go. But I said $7,700. He just hasn't paid off that salary all year, and he's not going to start now. Um First guy on my list, C.J. Stroud, going right back to him. Um, I like him better when he's at home. He's on the road here against Cincinnati, but Cincinnati's defense doesn't scare me. He didn't get priced up a whole lot, just $700. He's at 6900 And, man, God, what a week last week. I mean, that was just huge. At halftime, I was kind of checking things out, and he wasn't doing too hot. And then I looked at uh, right, right after the third quarter, and he was oh, you know, almost at 400 yards with uh, – with three touchdowns and I was like, holy cow. Um, and he like single-handedly cashed a lot of my lineups last week. So I like CJ Stroud. Um, in my article, I wrote up Jero, who's at 6,800. Um, he's looked really good. And uh, my honest opinion is uh, if the Bengals keep in this way, I mean, I think only, only the Ravens kind of stand in their way right now. I think, uh, I think the AFC they don't end up playing each other in the in the a game for this. I think the AFC Championship game could be uh, uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati. Um, I don't know. I don't, call me crazy. Uh, that's kind of like my AFC Championship prediction right now. Um, they just both Joe Burrow's look good, but uh, if he doesn't have Higgins and uh, you know, Chase doesn't play, I'm I'm not about that life. I will I will get off him. I will go to the next guy on my list. Um, which is not Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott at 6,700. Um, I just don't think he's going to have to do a whole lot. I think they rely on the defense of the run game here. Um, but the next guy on my list, Jared Goff, $6,400. When I first started looking at lineups, he was the guy. I noticed he was away from home, but the Chargers just aren't good um, in the secondary. So I like Jared Goff with Ama St. Brown. Um, that's just me. I, I I'm, I'm still kind of undecided. Like I said, if, if those weapons aren't there for Joe Burrow, I always want to pay up a hundred for CJ Stroud, but I really like Goff at this price. Um, the Chargers are a little bit better against the run than they are the pass. So I could see this a game where it's a, it's a Goff game here. Um, then kind of in this middle tier here, really did add up a whole lot of guys. Um, Trevor Lawrence going up against San Francisco. Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars have just been really good. I do think that they uh, they have to show who they really are this week. 
Um, and if they can take on San Francisco and beat them at home here, um, I think that just speaks volumes. But uh, I'm just kind of staying away from it. Lawrence, uh, he's he's good. He's consistent. But at 6K, he's got to put up uh, 20, 24 to 24 to 30 points. And he hasn't cleared. He's only cleared 20 points one time this year. So I'm staying away from Lawrence. I'm staying away from Kyler Murray. He's at 5,900. Like I said, first week back, Atlanta defense, they're, they're no slouch. So I could see, uh, I just, I'm staying away from Murray. Uh, Sam Howell going to 12th man. Uh, not a fan of that. He, like I said, he has looked good. I do like some pieces from that game, but uh, I just don't think he gets it done on the road here. Derek Carr, uh, Derek, I just, Derek Carr just, does, he, he never has a score where you're like, man, I wish I had Derek Carr. Um, Kind of the same thing as Lawrence, just not as consistent. Only broken 22 points one time this year. Um, Geno Smith was a guy that I'm kind of on the fence about. Um, as I kind of mentioned before, he just he hasn't done it this year. He hasn't done it since he, you know, since week two against Detroit when they came out and had that big win. Um, he just, yeah, he just hasn't looked good, and they have so many weapons that it's hard to pick a stack. So you know, even if he does go off, like it could be any one of the four wide receivers or any one of the couple tight ends. Um, I think DK Metcalf was out of practice with hip injury, so if if DK's out, I kind of like some of the pieces. I just still don't like Geno Smith. Um, next up on my list, it it feels gross, but Brock Purdy, he has not looked good. But Jacksonville's not the greatest against the pass. Um, he gets Debo so bad. He's just a cheap stack. I mean, you could really stack Purdy, Samuel, and Christian McCaffrey. And uh, it's no that'd be no different than paying up for bad and trying to uh, get two pieces of, uh, uh, you know, another wide receiver. But, um, yeah, Purdy and Debo's cheap. And I think, uh, I think they'd find a way to get him involved. I mean, he was... He hasn't been back. It was just an airline fracture in his shoulder, so he should still be able to run, move, and juke. So um, I could see Purdy out to Debo quite a bit this week. Um, skipped over Jordan Love, skipped over Josh Jobs, skipped over Deshaun Watson. Um, next up, Will Levis. Um, we just saw what CJ Stroud did to the Buccaneers. Uh, Levis hasn't been shy about throwing the ball at all. Um, 39 attempts last week, 29 attempts his first week. Uh, the only difference is just that, you know, he threw for four touchdowns week in, in uh, week eight and then threw for one interception in, in week nine. But that was going up against Pittsburgh. Um, we all know that Tampa Bay has all defense. Um, and he just, I mean, you stack him with DeAndre Hopkins. And, uh, I mean, it lets you tell me hop is uh, super cheap too. So, uh, Daniel Jones on the IR, Baker Mayfield. I didn't run up. I, I could see if you wanted to get to him. Um, super cheap. Tennessee is a pass funnel defense. Uh, I like Rashad White just because he catches ball in the back, but I just, I don't know. Baker Mayfield just, it's, 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 it's worrisome to me. He's the same thing, you know, every once in a while, will he pop for a huge game? He just hasn't done it this year. Um, next on my list is Taylor Heineke going up against Arizona. Um, kind of a, a tough luck loss on that last uh, that last drive by uh, Josh Jobs and the Vikings to come out the win. Um, 
threw for one touchdown, one interception last week. He's got some rushing ups. Um, and at 5K, if he gets 20 points, he's, you know, he's, he's just as good as Lamar if Lamar scoring 30, especially in the price difference. It's almost a $3,000 price difference. Um, I guess I did write up Baker Mayfield. So, yeah, Baker Mayfield, not horrible. Still just, I, I mean, I think I'd, I'd rather get to, like, Levis or, you know, even Goff at this rate. But, uh, yeah, if you land on him, why not stack him with Evans or, or, or Godwin? Um, I think that's kind of it. I don't think I want anybody else. Kenny Pickett, no, I'm good. Um, Clayton Toon's out. Nope, nope, nope. I think that's it. I think, yeah, that's it for the quarterback position. Um, I don't think, yeah, yep, yep. Desmond Ritter's still out, or not out, but he's going to serve as the backup to Heineke, so that shows you all you need to know. So pretty quick quarterback position. I mean, and as we start to get later and later in the, se- you know, in the season and um, we really start to figure out where everybody's priced and how everybody's doing, um, I, do see, I do really think that uh, you can start to really eliminate some quarterbacks from your pool. Um, and just remember that, you know, there hasn't been, there's only been like one week this year where, where a high, a, a, like a top option quarterback has been a, a score where you just had to have it to win a tournament. So, um, you're paying up for quarterback in cash and then in tournaments, you're probably going to pay down to a cheaper seat, fill in some other floor pieces. So, um, having said that, we're going to jump into another commercial here. Um, we'll get into running back position. Just a real quick shout out about this next one. Um, Ryan Allison tattoo. He is completely revamped what he's done on, uh, where he's going for business. Um, he's looking for some, he's looking for, uh, some people to take a look at some designs to, um, basically get tattooed at a discount. Um, it's something that he drew up. Um, I've seen some of the pieces. If he's going with some of those, they're fantastic. Um, but definitely check out, uh, check out Ryan Austin tattoo on Facebook. Uh, you can, I, I follow him. He's followed by quite a few people. Um, but we're going to hit this commercial and then uh, we'll get back into the right position. My name's Ryan Allison. I've spent over a decade immersed in the art of tattooing. Sharply honing my skills has materialized into a diverse and prestigious body of work. Each tattoo reflects my relentless pursuit of excellence, and every client I work with is a living embodiment of that unwavering commitment. I will gladly and wholeheartedly embrace your distinct vision. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, check out. So, so that little pro, that little promo there was uh, just a quick snippet of what I'm planning to do. So, like I said, check out Ryan Allison Tattoo on Facebook. Um, and uh, you know, if you're interested in in, in wanting some uh, new ink, he's he's the guy. And uh, like I said, he's got this little promo going on right now where he is uh, he's really trying to figure out what he or not figure out, but he's got a direction for where he wants to go with his with his art, with his work, and uh, some people could really benefit here. So uh, check them out. Facebook, Ryan Allison Tattoo. Um, jumping into the running back position here. So right off the gate, 
top of the list, as always, Christian McCaffrey, $9,200. Um, if I can get to the guy I kind of want to this week, uh, he's been kind of a staple in cash games. I mean, he's averaging 26.4 points per game. Um, a little skewed because of the 51-point total, but, I mean, since week one, um, he's had well over 20 points in every matchup except for two. So two eight weeks, six of them scored over 20 points. Um, never scored lower than 23. I'm sorry. In those six weeks, never scored lower than 23. And even on a bad week, still getting you 15. I mean, that's not paying off the salary at all. But, you know, he's most likely going to get in the end zone at least one. Um, I still think he's still riding that uh, 17, 17 or 18 game touchdown streak. So um, if you can get him, I'm all for it. Jacksonville is a little bit better against the run, but McCaffrey catches a lot of uh, balls out of the backfield too. So then slide down to almost a thousand dollars cheaper. Austin Eckler um, going up against Detroit. Detroit's run defense has been pretty good. Um, I guess if I was going to attack uh, Detroit, I'd want to do it through the air a little bit more. And I think if Detroit goes up, they're going to have to. Now Eckler is an exception to that rule just because he's going to catch ball out of the backfield. But Josh Palmer's out. Um, Mike Williams is on the IR. So you're looking at Quentin Johnston, who's a rookie, Keenan Allen, and Austin Eckler as your primary pass catchers here. Um, you know, Gerald Everett and, uh, and Donald Parham kind of mixed a little bit, but um, I don't mind getting to Eckler um, and saving a little bit of salary. I think he has a good game. Um, Al Camara, I, I, I liked him priced when he was priced in the in the you know six thousand dollar range, and even in the high seven or the low sevens, he was good. Now he's up over thousand dollars, going up against Minnesota, and there's just so many offense, um, you know, offensive weapons on this team that it's it's just hard. It's hard to get to him and want to justify paying salary. Um, he, uh, I was on him to start last week. I thought it was the best matchup, and then as the week kind of went on, I was like, you know what? Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't, it just seemed too good to be true. And it ended up being too good to be true. So I got off Camara and I, I paid down a little bit at the running back position. Um, and that allowed me, allowed me to afford a, a little, a few better stack pieces and kind of upgrade my defense a little bit. Um, yeah, 8,300. I'm just not a fan of Camara. Saquon Barkley uh, going up against Cowboys defense. Um, this guy got what, 36 touches weeks ago and still only put up 18.8 fantasy points um that was against another tough defense but man i just the the jets are in shambles um i wouldn't be surprised if they don't just you know they they start lightening the workload on barkley um because there's no reason to run down uh, a team that's probably going nowhere uh derrick henry i didn't write him up either going up against tampa bay i don't like that matchup tampa bay's defense is really good um next guy who burned us a Turned us last week too, uh, in a really good matchup. But Tony Pollard, um, God, what do you say? I mean, it just—I guess I'm ready to get hurt again here. Uh, the Cowboys really should have to try in this matchup, and that's what really worries me. But uh, I feel like, feel like this is a week to where you know they, hey, okay, Pollard, like show us what you can do. So I think it's this week or nothing. Um, he's kind of right. I mean, he's been priced at 7,500 for most of the year. Um, he spiked all the way to eight thousand, and we after uh, in week three, 
And then he kind of fell to 6,800 last week, and now he's kind of priced right in the middle where he's been priced all year. Uh, it's a great, I mean, best matchup you could probably look for. I just, like I said, if the Cowboys get ahead, uh, you know, Rico Donnell and uh, Deuce Vaughn could come in and, and start scooping up plays here. So I guess we'll see. Um, I skipped over Travis Etienne. I, I like Etienne. He's a good runner. Um, but up against San Francisco's defense, I just, I'm not a big fan. Um, at the beginning of the week, when David Montgomery was still questionable whether or not we knew he was going to play, um, I was all about Jameer Gibbs. I thought it was fantastic. I thought you could sack him with Jared Goff. And um, now that David Montgomery's back, I don't like either of them. Um, it's a fair matchup, but I just, I worry, I don't know who knows what they're going to do. Um, so, you know, if they're splitting carries, neither of these guys should pay out their price tag. Um, I'm just going to be a little contrarian with it, and I'm going to go ahead and probably stack Goff and uh, just be different in, in that sake for it. Um, I was going to say, I was like, there's a, geez. Yeah, I was trying to check to see. Yeah, he was really high owned earlier this week, but he's not so high owned now. So everybody's probably thinking the same thing. Both those guys are just going to be eating from each other's production. Um, then we get into Kenneth Walker. Um, Seattle's at home. I like running backs at home. They're favored. Um, I mean, everything kind of sets up really, really well for Kenneth Walker. Um, cheapest he's been in four weeks. Uh, he's sixty eight hundred dollars. He's kind of been floating around that all year, but um, I do like him at home. Um, but I also do think that you know the game script could could flip a little bit. I just I don't trust Seattle, but um, he's not a bad option. Um, somebody who I really like here, if he's going to get all the workload like he did last week, Aaron Jones came back last week, 20 carries, 70 yards, four passes on six targets for 26 and a touchdown. Um, yeah, I, I like uh, I like Aaron Jones going up against Pittsburgh's D. Pittsburgh's D is not what, you know, it's not what it used to be. And um, they can meet on the ground too. So I, I like Aaron Jones at $6,500. And I think he's probably somebody that I'm going to get into my lineup regardless this week. Uh, skipped over Joe Mixon. Um, Houston can get run on, but uh, I, I, I like Joe Burrow more at the beginning of this week. Now, if all these guys are hurt, you know, Joe Mixon might not be a bad play. But as for me, I'm not going there. Um, Gus Edwards, uh, the guy's just been producing. He's only getting so many carries a week, though. Like last week, he only got five carries, turned it into 52 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, of course, it was a blowout. It's 37 to three. They really didn't have to do a whole lot, but um, I, I kind of skipped over him, too, just because I don't know. Like the volume's just not there. It's wishy washy on what he's going to do for the week. Um, Bijan Robinson priced down again. Um, this is where he should have been all season long. Um, in my opinion, anyway, because he really hasn't justified anything. Um, I already talked about Algier. Um, I just think it's a 50 50 share. Now. Like Bijan's explosive. Can he pop one off? Absolutely. But at this rate, I'd almost rather pay down for Algier just because I was getting the same opportunities. Um, James Connors designated for return. But uh, still questionable. So he hasn't been a full participant. So we skipped over him. Rashad White at 5,800. Uh, finally had the matchup that 
match or had the score that matched his value. The guy is getting, I mean, he's getting carries and touches left and right. I mean, at least 15, you know, at least 15 touches every single week. Um, most of the time, it's more than that. But um, he finally put up a good score worth having. Um, of course, I didn't bring him back in my in my CJ Stroud stack. But, uh, God, that would have been awesome. 30, 20, almost 28 points, 27.9 points. Um, I just, the matchup is a little wonky for me. He's the, kind of the same thing as Eckler. He's going up against Tennessee, who they're pass funnel defense. But um, he catches a lot of balls out of the backfield, too. So um, I do like Rashad White. Um, skipped over Madison. Uh, Cam Akers went down, so Alex Ma- Alexander Madison is the guy. Uh, but going up against New Orleans, tough run defense. I don't like it. He hasn't done anything against good defenses, so or against bad defenses. So uh, skipped over him. Um, Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, a little different in Seattle against uh, playing in, in the twelfth man. So um, skipped over him. Jerome Ford is getting all the looks. Um, He's somebody I went with last week. He just didn't – he had 20 carries and then five catches for 33 yards. Just didn't do a whole lot with his uh, with his volume. They're going up against uh, Baltimore this week. So um, the matchup just, to me, isn't there. Uh, and that's kind of why I'm on him. Uh, Damian Pierce just listed as out this week. Um, unable to practice at all this week. So Devin Singletary is going to get some carries here. Uh, we'll look – I didn't run up, but um, we'll look at Devin Singletary. Once we get to him, uh, Kareem Hunt, same reason as Jerome Ford. Now, here's two guys that it's, it's the same thing as Algier and Bijan in my eyes. It's a coin flip. Um, Jalen Warren at 5K and Najee Harris at 4,900. Um, Green Bay hasn't been the best at defending the run. Uh, Pickett's not getting it done. Um, it just, these guys are the exact same thing. They're splitting carries. Pretty close to a 50-50. It's more like a 60-40 in favor of Najee because um, Najee's still involved in the passing game. He got 16 carries to uh, Jalen Warren's 11, but they're both getting the same amount of targets. But Jalen Warren's just been way more explosive. So Jalen Warren at 5K, you know, I, I, if they just give the guy the ball, if they gave him the 16 carries and Najee the 11, I think it'd just be huge. Uh, just the score says it all. 14.3 points, 15 points. See, Najee Harris got the touchdown. That was the problem. Najee Harris doesn't get that touchdown, and he uh, he only scores nine points last week on five more carries. So they scored about the same, and it was literally the touchdown that saved Najee Harris's day. Um, Jordan Mason, no thanks. Joshua Kelly, no thanks. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, uh, he was kind of the he was the guy last week for. Baltimore, um, but he comes in questionable. Um, he practiced fully though, so Keaton Mitchell's somebody to keep an eye on. I don't like the matchup against Cleveland, but he looked good. Nine rushes for 138 yards. Um, he would have been a good guy to have super cheap last week. He had a touchdown, he only had one catch, but uh, Keaton Mitchell that's somebody to kind of keep an eye on. So then we got Devin Singletary at 4,700. Um, Damian Pierce is out, but my, I mean, Singletary didn't do anything last week, 13 attempts, 26 yards, two catches for no yards. So, yeah, I mean, take that information and do with it what you will. But, uh, 
Uh, Singletary is very viable. If I'm going to pay down that low, I'm just going to pay for this guy right here, Tyler Algier. Um, he's splitting carries, but he's in a better matchup. Uh, he gets passing down work. He would be probably the lowest I'm willing to go this week, especially with all these other people coming back. Um, yes. Um, yeah, no, nope, that would be... That's going to be it. Yeah. Most I'm going is 4,700 Tyler Algier. So uh, hit you with one more commercial here. And then we are going to jump right into the wide receiver position. Keep on rolling. This is the DFS Deep Dive on the For Frequency Sake Network. For Fantasy Sake has teamed up with Route 96 Boutique to raise a little more cash for Toys for Tots this season. From September 10th until the end of November, 10% of all purchases made with Route 96 on Sundays will be donated to us for our Toys for Tots drive. At Route 96, they believe in girl power. They want a place that people of all shapes and sizes can shop and feel empowered and beautiful. They want you to be the best you possible, and they are committed to bringing you different styles while also providing some basics to express the true you. You can find them on Facebook and at Route96Boutique.com. Route 96, check them out. Um, jumping right into the wide receiver position here. Um, starting with top guy on the slate. Well, actually, hold on. Let's double check here. Oh, Justin Jefferson is designated to come back from the from the injured reserve this week. Um, he is still listed as questionable with the hamstring. Um, it sounded like he is. Uh, it sounds like he's still going to be held out, though. Um, they don't want to be over aggressive with him coming back. He only feels about 80 to 90%. I would say he's more rather than, you know, being questionable. I'd say he's more doubtful than uh, questionable. And even if he does come back, New Orleans is a pretty good defense. So, uh, I could see them waiting to bring Jefferson back for another week. So that leaves me with the next top raw option on the slate. And that's going to be Keenan Allen. Um, I think the chargers are going to have to throw to keep up in this game. And, uh, no Josh Palmer, no Mike Evans. Um, Allen, Allen gets a lot of production taken away from Austin Eckler, but I mean he's 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 actually stayed healthy all year long. Um, it just sucks that he just doesn't do a whole lot with Eckler in there. I mean he's still getting ten targets, nine targets, nine targets, on target. I mean, it just he's not getting the touchdowns. They're giving all the touchdowns to Eckler, so you know he really needs. He needs the eight catches for 90 yards and a touchdown to really get there. So uh, I do like him, uh, but if I'm going to pay up that high, I'm going to go with probably this next guy if he's in the lineup. That's Jamar Chase. Uh, stack him with Burrow. Um, he sat out the first practice on Wednesday, came back as a limited participant on Thursday and Friday. Um, it sounds like they're non-committal about the receiver status for Sunday. So it does worry me a little bit. Um, like I said, if, if, if Jamar Chase is also out on top of T Higgins, I mean, you could do a Burrow stack still with like Tyler Boyd and, um, I can't pronounce the other guy's name of, of, of something weird like that. But, um, I just, I don't, that. I don't, you know, Jamar Chase is a, is a generational talent and, um, he definitely makes Joe Burrow look a little bit better. So, if if Chase is out, I'm off. Ch you know, obviously off Chase, but then off Burrow as well. 
Um, CD Lamb, 8,500. I don't like that just because I don't think they're going to have to do a whole lot. You know, if they are, you know, maybe it's CD Lamb who's getting there, but $8,500. You know, I, like I said, I kind of like Tony Pollard a little bit more. Um, next guy that I love, Amon Ross St. Brown, 8,300, going up against a terrible secondary in the Chargers. Um, this is my this is my stack if uh if if chase can't go so i like the golf to st brown stack coming off a box um and he's just he's looked good so i like amon ra um i don't mind mike evans here i wrote him up um just fucking you another good matchup against the titans evans has been solid the last three games and the titans defense isn't gonna stop him now um evans has kind of been preferred option for baker mayfield the last few weeks uh still not, you know, the points aren't there. It's not super crazy, but, you know, and with the way the Titans play defense, you know, he could get there. Um, I skipped over Brandon Ayuk. I think he's just priced too high, especially for the way Purdy's been playing. Um, DK Metcalf looks like he shook his questionable tag. Um, so now with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, uh, Smith Jigba, and um, Jake Bobo kind of coming on the scene. I don't, I don't really like any of those guys. Not for their prices. Sixty-eight hundred is just too much for DK Cap with the production that he has. Um, not saying that he can't produce, but I just the volume's not there. Chris Godwin's another guy that I wrote up sixty-seven hundred. Um, he's just been just as consistent, except for last week he didn't catch any. He caught two balls off six targets, so he's still getting the volume. It's just a matter of he didn't catch last week. So if you like that that game environment and you want to save five hundred bucks, Chris Godwin's the guy. Um, I wrote up Tekins, but he's out, obviously. So is Nico Collins right above him. Um, so I can't really talk about them. Chris Olave, uh, I hope, man. I hope for this guy this year. And he just, there's so many mouths to feed on this team. I mean, Taysom Hill stealing carries and touches. Um, you know, Alvin Kamara coming back, stealing touches. I mean, Michael Thomas has kind of had a resurgence. Now Rashid Shahid is, is on the scene, and it's just, Derek Carr's just not a good enough fantasy quarterback to give these guys solid games week in and week out. And Olave's, you know, it, it, he just it struggles for him, and he, you know, it sucks because he, he's a good talent. But I wrote him up, but man, I mean, I just don't know if I'm getting there. Um, Amari Cooper, I do like Amari Cooper. I didn't write him up um, just because of the matchup going up against Baltimore. It's just a little tough. Um, Here's another guy that I really like, Debo Samuel. Um, says he's a full go, says he's ready to get back on the field. And I definitely see him being just heavily involved here. So um, at 6,200, I mean, you got to think to start to see. I mean, he really wasn't priced all that high. He was at 6,100 right before he went out. And that's just because he wasn't doing anything. Um, but I think they, I think that was a. I mean, when they were winning games, he was a huge part of that success. Twenty-two points in week two, twenty-eight points in week three. Um, I think if they want to get back to their winning ways, they're going to have to uh, get Debo back involved. Uh, next up, I wrote a title locket. It was only because Metcalf was on the injury report. Um, like I said, just the same as Metcalf. I mean, he's he's only seven hundred dollars cheaper, but the bottom's just not there for these guys. Um, he did get eight targets last week, which is good, but only caught three for 32 yards. Um, Christian Kirk, I don't like the matchup, um, but the Niners can be beat through the air. So if they are, it's going to be a, a Trevor Lawrence is going to be airing the ball out, whether it's to Kirk or Ridley or, or Ingram. 
Um, I just like Kirk. He's been more consistent all year, um, except for week one. So I, I don't mind Christian Kirk. Um, this is another guy I really, really love, DeAndre Hopkins at 6K. Um, he's been Levis's favorite target, and now it's a good matchup against a pass funnel defense. Um, I like DeAndre Hopkins a lot. I think, I mean, he's just, he's, he's his price hasn't gone up. He was 6000 last week. Uh, he was only 50, he only got a $500 pay bump from, uh, he caught all those, those touchdowns. I mean, 11 targets last week, only caught four of them. Um, I definitely see uh, D Hop getting you staying the same. 10 plus targets, I think, are coming his way. Uh, Jordan Addison going up against New Orleans. I don't like it. Um, I like him a little bit better if uh, Justin Jefferson's still out, which it sounds like he will be. So, um, I, but I just, at 5,900, he's starting to get to the, the top tier of where he's at. Um, and, jo- you know, a downgraded quarterback in Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs has been good, but he just, he, he takes some carries, he runs. Um, and I just think that hurts Addison's overall production. Terry McLaurin, I like Terry McLaurin in this matchup. Um, like I said, Seattle, it's, it's tough playing Seattle at home, but Seattle's defense isn't as good as it used to be. So uh, I do like Terry McLaurin here. Um, Zay Forrest, he's still getting a ton of snap, you know, the snap share, the target shares there, but um, they really didn't have to do anything the last couple of weeks. They've been kind of just rolling. Um, I'm sure he'll be due for a pop game here, but uh, I don't think it's this week against Cleveland. Calvin Ridley, um, if you're looking for a floor guy to play in cash, I think it's Christian Kirk. If you're looking for the guy to uh, score you 30 points, it's probably Calvin Ridley. Um, We'll have to see what happens here. I mean, he's four hundred dollars cheaper than 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 Kirk. I didn't write him up, but you know, he's got the that's the guy that nobody's gonna be at. You know, he's gonna win somebody a tournament one of these days. Uh Tank Dell. This is a, a huge Tank Dell kind of bumps up to the number one wide receiver on the team now, um, with Nico Collins being ruled out for this week. Uh, I think he's gonna be super high owned, especially after what he did last week. So um I like Tank Dell at 5,500, um, and now he's the number one wide receiver on this team this week. Uh, Drake then shook his injury designation, so he is took every rep at Thursday's practice. He's cleared, ready to go. They have a good matchup. You know that could be a stack right there. It's Taylor Heineke and Drake London, um, and then Jonu Smith on top of that. I actually kind of like it. Makes me uh, interested. Um, I skipped over Deontay Johnson. Just Kenny Pickett's hurting him. I mean, he had a good week that week against uh, against Tennessee, but Tennessee plays the pass. Um, I think uh, or what TJ Watt. I think TJ Watts get to pick it or no? Jesus, TJ Watts on the same team. (laughs) Oh man, I'm all over the place tonight. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think. Hmm. Deontay Johnson. Let's see. Let's see how high owned he is. Oh, no way. Maybe I'm missing something. Deontay Johnson right now is slated to be the highest owned wide receiver this week by almost a whole percent. Interesting. Um, I wasn't on that one at all. Um, yeah, because Yair Alexander will be on uh, Pickens most likely. I don't think he shadows, but 
if, I guess if Pickett's going to get it done, you know, they're going to have to go through Deontay Johnson. Um, I do like the running backs a little bit more, but okay, I guess you could play Deontay. Um, on the opposite side of that game, Romeo Dubs, um, I do like him a little bit. He's just cheap. All these Packers pieces are cheap. Um, I wouldn't let him and Jones in the same lineup at all. But if you think that, that Jordan Love is going to come out and show it, then, you know, you got to have, I mean, you can get Desert Watson for super cheap. I think he even listed Jaden Reed because he was super cheap. Um, Marquise Brown, uh, we'll have to see. I'm going to wait a week here. Atlanta's defense has been pretty okay. Um, in Kyler Murray's first game back, I'm going to give it a week. George Pickens, I think he shadowed by uh, Yair Alexander. Um, and I think just Pickett's hurting, you know, all those wide receivers play. Jahan Dotson was the next guy I wrote up. Um, way more over the last three weeks, especially with uh, with um, Curtis Samuel being questionable, being out. So uh, I like Dotson here. He's always live to rip a, rip, rip a big one here. So we'll see what happens. I said Christian Watson already. Um, somebody who, although I don't like Burrow, if, if Chase – and Higgins are both ruled out. I do like Tyler. If if those guys are ruled out, Tyler Boyd shifts to the number one wide receiver on his team at $4,600. Um, at that price and at the volume that he'd most likely see, um, I think he's just he'd be a lock button for me. Uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, we'd have to see, obviously. I don't know where the field's going, but if if he if these guys get ruled out, I mean, even now he's the He's going to be the the second option on the team, just too cheap on a team that you know hasn't really ran the ball very well. So, um, yeah, I don't think yeah none of this stuff updated a lot. He was trending in the top twenty, but T Higgins is still on the on the on a on the high side ownership too. So we'll have to see what that looks like here in the next couple of days. But uh, I could see Tyler Boyd definitely jumping up. Uh, Rashid Shahid, he's boomer bust. Uh, obviously a really low floor, but man, he could catch you know he got two or three balls for for touchdowns. Uh, Quentin Johnston at forty one hundred, super cheap option. Um, no no more Josh Paul right now, um, so he's going to see reps at the number two position. But he you know he might be the number two wide receiver, but he's the number three receiving option on the team. Uh, it's the Allen and Eckler show, but for forty one hundred, you really can't beat it. Um, Smith and Jigba, he's getting, he's getting, he's getting seven targets last week, so he's start, really starting to come up. Um, Forty one hundred, he scored twelve point three points last week, and that's uh, that's a uh, three x his salary, so that's that's solid. But you know, it, it's just there's a lot of mouths to feed on that team. Um, Rob Woods coming back this week. Um, it says that he was practice, he practiced in full on Friday. Um, I just think he's dusty. I think uh, I think the Texans have uh, what they want in tank down with Noah Brown, who's uh, a little bit cheaper, and uh, he's going to make my list and probably my lineup. Zay Jones is out. I don't want any piece of Juwan Jennings. Curtis Samuel is questionable. No thanks on Odell Beckham. Talked about Jaden Reed a little bit. I don't mind it, but um, I just don't like Jordan Love's play. Um, somebody who I do like. Josh Reynolds at 3,800. Um, it's kind of between him and uh, Jamison Williams, who have been kind of the, the they've kind of been going back and forth as the number one, number two wide receivers. Um, 
Josh Reynolds was on on the field a lot last week, but um didn't really didn't really do anything. I think he dropped the ball, and that's why he he they kind of stopped looking his way after that. Um, so before they went on, my, yeah, Reynolds on the field for over eighty percent of the snaps, but only saw uh, saw less than five percent target share. So, you know, Jameson Williams was only on the field for, he was on the field for half of the snaps that Josh Reynolds was, but had, you know, they're drawing up plays for him. Um, so I, I, I like Amon Ra and I like Laporta a little bit more, but, you know, Josh Reynolds, Jameson Williams, both viable options. Um, if you needed a, a cheap guy, you'd probably pay down that. Um, but if I'm going to pay down there, I'm probably just going to load Noah Brown into my lineup. Uh, huge week last week. Looked fantastic. Um, let's see. Yeah, six catches, 153 yards, and a touchdown. Um, he's going to jump up into probably the number two wide receiver role here. Um, that's huge. Yeah, that's huge for him um, in a game that, you know, Cincinnati is 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 a favorite, so you know, CJ Brown and, and Texans could have to throw. They really don't have a running game with no uh, no Damian Pierce, so uh, we'll have to see what happens. But um, yeah, I'm gonna kind of start building a little bit of a lineup that I like, just in case Chase is out and I get off of Burrow. Um, I think got one more one more promo here. Um, so we'll go ahead and do one more commercial and then we're going to close it out with uh, tight ends and defenses. And uh, I'll give you, a, I've kind of talked about a few plays like this week, but uh, we'll take a look at uh, maybe some betting aspects of it. For frequency's sake, has you covered on all things sports? From the squared circle to the hardwood and the gridiron to the speedway, we've got something for everyone. Walk down the aisle with the boys from Cards Subject to Change every Sunday as they take a deep dive into everything pro wrestling. Need your gambling fix? We've got you there. Enter Pit Row with Rod Villagomez and Fast Money as we win the checkered flag with NASCAR, Xfinity, and truck race winners and props. Football more your style? Explore the waters of NFL DFS with DFS Deep Dive with Brian Craighead and Jordan Kernan each week. More into the science portion of the game? We've got a double dose of action there. The Professor John Bush and Dennis Michelson take you into their science lab and dissect your week in the data lab. Want an analytical take? Nick Gurl and the team at Gridiron AI come to you each week with The Lab. Need to know who to start last minute? The network's flagship show, for fantasy's sake, is here in a pinch. The fellows come to you live every football Sunday from 10 to 1130 Central with the week's best DFS, gambling, and lineup advice. And wrap up your Sundays with Joe Winkle and Nick Brinks as they come to you live with educated ignorance looking at all the day's action. Can't get enough of Joe? He comes to you three times a week. Not enough football on Sunday? Not a problem. Kick your feet up at lunch on Monday and slip on into the football lounge with Mark and Dan while they look at the week that was in news, notes, and more. For frequency's sake, you know what we mean. You know what we mean. Um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think I'm on the show this Sunday. So come hang out on Sunday, 10 o'clock uh, Central Time. We're breaking down a slate. We talk funny things. Um, you guys can laugh at us as we try to play uh, the misconnection game. I thought that was fun. Um, kind of upset I didn't get to do it last week. But, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Um, we'll get you ready for uh, for football on Sunday. 
while football is going on. Because like I mentioned, we have an 8.30 football game this week. So come hang out. All right, jumping into tight ends and defenses here. I'm not paying up for Mark Andrews this week. 7,000 is just too much for this guy. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not Travis Kelsey. He's not going to get you the 30 points that I think you're looking for. Um, he did have his best output against Cleveland last time, and they are at home against Cleveland this time. But I just, I just, I don't see myself getting there like a few different game environments. Um, then George Kittle, same thing. Um, George Kittle, I mean, Brock Purdy's play has just been, it's not been very good. Uh, Kittle did have a huge week this week. Now you got Debo coming back. You got Ayuk. You got McCaffrey. Um, and Kittle kind of had a ceiling game. I'm out with almost with almost 27 points. I just don't I don't know that he gets there this week. Um, and honestly, the last two weeks have been a lot of tight ends. Like it seemed like all last week it was like Dalton Schultz touchdown. I mean, you just saw tight end touchdown. Taysom Hill rushed one in. Dalton Schultz had one. Jake Ferguson had one. Uh, Johnu Smith had one. The stuff was just insane. It seemed like every time I looked, I'm like, oh yeah, throwing touchdown. Oh, it's another tight end. Of course, none of the tight ends that I had. So, um, yeah, I don't know. But I don't like those two. Um, top tight end on the list on the slate, Sam Laporta, 5,700. Um, I don't think I'm going to pay any higher than him. He's just getting peppered with targets. Um, I think they're going to have to – I think it's going to be a, a back-and-forth game here. Um, I love Laporta. He's really good. Um He's definitely involved. So Laporta, I think, is kind of where I'm set at on tight end here this week. Uh, Taysom Hill is just getting too expensive. He had, you know, 16 points and 22, then 20. So he's been playing fantastically. Um, and he hasn't really been hurt at all with uh, the return of Juwan Johnson last week. Um, that was Michael Thomas who took a hit, who I originally had in my lineup, and I switched off of him last minute because uh, I got a little worried. I'm glad I did because the guy didn't have any points. But Taysom Hill at 5,100, I just I think that's too much. I mean, he is getting the opportunity to throw. He's getting the opportunity to run. Um, so, and, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe he can do it. But uh, 100, I'd rather just find the money to pay up for Laporta. TJ Hawkinson's got a Q tag right now. Um, played through an injury after last week. Got hurt ribs. Um, I don't know. I think Josh Dobbs has some steals some uh, some targets and stuff away from him as well. Now, especially now that he's uh, he's been in the system for a week. So uh, kind of away from Hawkinson. I like Dalton Schultz in the same price range. So Dalton Schultz at forty nine hundred. Like I said, Cincinnati's not good against the tight end position. If I was going to pay a little bit more down, I needed to save some money. Dalton Schultz is my guy. Um, I don't mind Jake Ferguson, I, but again, I don't think the Cowboys are going to have to do much. Um, Evan Ingram going against San Francisco, not my ideal, uh, not my ideal spot. Um, we talk about this I seen week in and week out, but I'm done playing Kyle Pitts. Um, I've been burned on him twice this week. Um, if, if he's going to beat me beat me. I don't care anymore. Um, I'm just, yeah, I can't do Kyle Pitts anymore. I'd rather play Johnny Smith, who's cheaper and who's getting more targets and who's producing better and who's doing more touchdowns. Um, Kyle Pitts has got the talent, but man, I just, no, thank you. 
Um, David Njoku, I don't mind him going up against Baller, but like I said, at, at 4K, I can pay down. I can find a cheaper. I can find a cheaper tight end to pay down for, like Joe Everett, who should see more routes. Um, he gets vultured a lot by Donald Parham, so I'm not. He's not somebody that I'm jumping at, you know, jumping the gun, but I mean, he is there in the mid tier for these guys. Uh, no thanks on Logan Thomas. No thanks to Luke Musgrave. I think he's being drugged down by, uh, by uh, Jordan Love. Um, next guy I'm interested in is Johnu Smith. I just talked about his counterpart, Kyle Pitts. I'd just rather pay down the $500 and get Johnu Smith. Uh, Heineke likes to air it out. I think Johnu Smith is his preferred fit. And, uh, I think with Drake London coming back, I think that hurts. Uh, I think it hurts Kyle Pitts more than it does Johnny Smith. Um, Trey McBride, I didn't write him up, but um, he's probably serviceable at 3,500 with Kyler Murray coming back. So I'm kind of interested to see how he plays. I want to give Kyler Murray a week to show me what he's going to do here. Uh, Kate Otten was huge last week. Um, six to seven, two touchdowns on nine targets. Um, he got it done. Tennessee doesn't defend the pass very well, but they defend the tight end position pretty decently. So we'll have to see. But Kate Otten's definitely emerged as one of Baker Mayfield's favorite targets. Um, I talked about Donald Parham, uh, 3,200. Just a huge red zone threat. The guy's six foot seven. I mean, he gets red zone targets like it's going out of style. Um, the floor is the floor is the lowest floor that you're going to get at the tight end position, but. The ceiling is, you know, two touchdowns on two catches. So, um, Juwan Johnson comes back and basically takes all of Michael Thomas's hits. That catches 29 yards and a touchdown on five targets. Solid score for his first week back. Only raises price 20 or $200. It's a decent matchup going up against uh, Minnesota here. Um, Chico Conquo, I didn't write him up. Hadn't done anything all year long. Um, I don't think that changes here, but you know, if you were going to stack like Will Levis, um, I think Levis is going to need two people to take, you know, he, he's going to drag two people along with him. Um, and I think that could be DeAndre Hopkins and Chicago. So, um, Bay is not very good against the pass and even worse against the, the, the tight end position. So I think, I think I'd, Strictly only put him in my Will Levis stacks, but um, that's one of those things to where you know to eat your own here. Um, yeah, he's not he's not even popping on the on the ownership list. So uh, I wrote down Danny Bellinger. I should have probably wrote up Chig instead, but um, Bellinger at PK. I just. Tommy DeVito's not going to pass in the ball, so I'm 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 off of that one altogether. Um, even though he is the number one, he is a guy there. Um, scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down. Um, two guys that I kind of liked. Um, and I mentioned one of them was in my lineup: Irv Smith Jr. at 2,700 and Drew Sample at 2,500. It's a coin flip. They're on the field the same amount of time. Um, they both got a target last week. I think the only difference is that uh, I think Drew Sample. Smith caught a touchdown. Was it Sample? Did Sample catch one too? They both caught a touchdown. So, yeah. So, who knows? Um, but I don't think you go wrong with either one. 
like I said, they both they, they're on the field the same amount of time. It's just a matter of you know they both aren't going to catch a touchdown, but could you guess right and you know really pay off their salary? Absolutely. Um, moving right along here, we're going to jump right on defenses. Um, I had the Cowboys in my first lineup. The Giants are terrible. The Giants suck. They're not going to be competitive here. Um, I think the Cowboys defense at home just runs away with it. Um, but it seems like when I do think that it doesn't happen, there's another defense that, you know, puts up the same amount of points for half the price. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things to where, uh, yeah, it's one of those things to where, you know, I hate paying up for defense just cause you can, you can really save some salary if you pay down. But you know, I mean, if they put up a 20 spot, I mean, you almost be better paying down at, at maybe a, a wide receiver position, which there are some value there. Open up. So uh, we'll see what happens. Shout out to uh, Dan Hancock at Gotham Gambling. Um, he, we're talking about it in the Slack chat. He had uh, Arizona. He liked Arizona and men's basketball at plus five and a half. And then there was a bonus on that game as the game of the week at a uh, at 50% profit boost. And he was like, take him at nine and a half two. He's like, put the bet on both of them. Um, if you win the nine and a half, he's, he said that, uh, you know, you make your money back. But if you hit both, he's like, I think I'm going to do. You double up. Arizona covered the five and a, five and a half and the nine and a half. Thank you, Dan. Um, Gotham Gambler coming at you all the time. And he has been lights out so far with the college basketball season starting up. So uh, good job, Dan. Um, right along. Um, the Seahawks against Washington. I, like I said, if I'm going to pay up, I'm going to pay all the way up. So uh, I kind of skipped over, skipped over Seattle, skipped over the Ravens, skipped over the Saints, skipped over uh, Pittsburgh, um, and got down to the Falcons against Arizona. Kyler Murray's coming back. It could be good, could be bad. Um, who knows? I mean, Murray hasn't played ball in, in, in quite some time. So, you know, is he going to shake off the rust in, in just a few weeks? Who knows? We'll find out. Um, Skipped over 49ers, the Jacksonville. I think the Jaguars can make the game. I think they cover the spread, if not win outright, um, especially being at home. Uh, skipped over the Bucks. Packers next up. Um, I don't think Pickett's good. I think the Packers' defense is good enough to make them have missed some mistakes. So um, I don't want that here. Um, going back up 100 bucks to the Buccaneers, just to talk about them real quick. Levis is still a rookie. Um, yeah, he had a good game, but last week against the Steelers, it wasn't so great. So um, Steelers' defense last week scored seven points. That's respectable. At 3,500, seven points is 2x. And honestly, that's 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 good for a defense. So, um, yeah, I would uh, I'd say that the Bucks are the Bucks, the Packers, and the Titans are all uh, right in that that 35 to 3,300 dollar range. Um, I think they're all decent plays. If I had to pick one out of the three, I, I like the Packers, um, but I think they're all good enough. Uh, skipped over the Vikings, skipped over the Lions. Don't like the Browns, don't like Washington, um, don't like Cincinnati. Um, this might be a little bit of a stretch, but if Jamar Chase is out, B. Higgins is already out. The Texans defense going up against a leading Bengals offense might be worth a shot. Um, I just don't, Tyler Boyd doesn't have the skin get open like that. Um, 
and you're talking two tight ends and then another another guy who you know you hear every once in a while who catches one random touchdown sneaky play i think in my opinion um but those guys all have to be ruled out otherwise you know i think chase is gonna i think chase is gonna tear him apart um skipped over the chargers i think the cheapest defense that you can play this week is is the cardinals um heineke likes to throw and uh we've seen what the cardinals can do at home against a pretty decent offense so um I'd be pretty interested, you know, if I really need to save the salary, I don't mind the Cardinals at 2500. Um honestly, even you can make a you can make a case for the Jaguars at uh, at 2400 as well if you really needed an extra $100. Uh, but they're playing San Francisco. San Francisco's got all their weapons now. Um so I kind of stay away from them. Like I said, if you needed the $100, you can make a case for it. It was something like that, but I don't think you'll need to um, and then you got the Giants at 2100 against the Cowboys. No, thank you. I'm good. Um, God, so then kind of looking at, uh, let's see here. I'm kind of looking at maybe trying to build a, a just a quick lineup here and just kind of going through my own thought process. Um, trying to do a different stack with, uh, with Jared Goff. If uh, if Joe Burrow doesn't have weapons, we and uh, I think you can do it. Um, it's a little wonky, but uh, you get a Jared Goff stack with uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta. Um, you could you could definitely be a little bit different in the running back spot. Um, you could pay a little farther down. So if you want like somebody like Aaron Jones. Um, Aaron Jones. I'm trying to think here. So Jeff, Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta. Aaron Jones is one of your running backs. Then you pay all the way down for Noah Brown at 3,700, who's going to be the second wide uh, receiver on the Houston team. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, somebody I like against Tampa Bay. You could bring that back with, um, with like a Rashad White, who's pretty cheap. Um, then if you plugged in the cheapest viable defense that I think, that'd be the Cardinals. That leaves you 5,100. Um, you get like a Jahan Dotson, who I had in my lineup originally. So, I mean, it works. You can plug and play however you want. But um, I definitely think that's a, that's a good option. Um, oh, man, another one. Gotham Gaming at it again. Uh, prop bet, Tobias Harris over 24.5 points, rebounds, assists. Just got the notification. Just hit again. Uh, huge shout out. I just, I love when, I love when plays start to come through and you start seeing them on your DraftKings thing. Uh, so hopefully it keeps going and uh, we get a big night tonight. But yeah, I mean, you could even pay down a little bit further than like Richard White and you could go with uh, like a Jalen Warren at 5K. I mean, you get all the way to down to Algier at 4,700. That leaves 6,200 in the flex. Somebody I really like, Debo Samuel. I mean, it's there. It's there for the taking. It's just a matter of what you want to do. Um, like I said, I think paying up a quarterback is the way to go this week. I would definitely pay, stay in the tier and probably even get to uh, some even cheaper guys. But that's going to do it for me. Um, uh, just going to go through and take a quick look at the games and the bets. Um, if there's anything that I like. Um, I kind of like 
I kind of like Houston to make this a game. Um, they're getting six and a half points. Um, I don't mind taking the Texans with the points. I think uh, it was a touchdown earlier this week. So I think if you can get it back up to seven points, I do like Houston getting the seven. Um, same thing with the Jags getting three. I like that uh, because I don't think the Jags lose by more than a field goal. Um, but I think that is going to be all I want for at least the Sunday, the Sunday slate. Yeah, I like Jags getting the points, and I like the Texans getting the points. Um, and then I almost want to say the Cowboys given 17. Uh, that's a bit of a stretch anytime I bet on the Cowboys, just because I'm a Cowboys fan. They never seem to cover. Um, I was telling a buddy at work today that this will be the week that the Cowboys decide to show their ass and um, turn in a dud performance and give uh, Tommy DeVito his first win. I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be my luck. So uh, that's going to do it for the, the TFS deep dive this week. Um, we come at you every Friday at 7.15. Um, missing Brian tonight. I like Brian when he's here. He's got a lot of ideas. We like to go back and forth a little bit. Um, but yeah, usually Brian and I are on here. Uh, 7.15 every Friday for free sake work. And then uh, you can catch usually one of us on the Sunday show, um, 10 o'clock to 11.30. Get you ready for betting, uh, for for DFS, just to watch the games, to have a good old time, and then uh, you can follow me at uh, at J Fantasy underscore Sports on X, or just find me on Facebook, uh, Jordan Kernan. So yeah, like I said, that's gonna do it for me, guys. Hopefully, uh, everybody enjoyed hanging out and learned a little something. Um, just real quick, man, if you guys aren't following the article, I. I wish I, I I'm gonna know how to share my screen because I'm gonna show you guys some of these some of these lineups. I mean, I've just I have killed it the last few weeks in daily fantasy, and it's just it it's hasn't even been uh, it hasn't even been close. I mean, just just looking at my double ups last week, um, they had the ten dollar giant double up. There's fifty seven hundred people I placed in the hundred. Um, you know, the double ups are killing it. And then the head to head, man, I just, I smoked everybody in the head to heads. The one head to head that I lost, I lost by six points. And um, yeah, he just had, he had a lot of Cowboys. And, and that's what really, that's what really kind of set him up for that. Cause that was a good back and forth game. He stacked that late game. I didn't do that. And um, but man, he just barely squeaked one out. And it was on the last few days. So uh, read the article. Check it out. It's got some good advice. Even if you don't take that advice, um, check it out. Give it a share. Give it a like. Um, and then I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out.